Eric, how are you doing? Good. Wait, is that material fact? Are we talking about his condition? That's, That's what we're talking, talking about today. Tonight. Welcome to the Utah Real Estate Show podcast, the show where two agents and a lender teach real estate best practices by talking through mistakes we've seen and made. Yeah. The other really cool thing about this one is it makes it really easy to see if you should answer yes, no, or any. Any. Fill in the blank so, yeah. you, so you know. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Utah Real Estate Show. I am Tyler Kazare, Utah Real Estate Agent. Jason Christiansen, Mortgage Lender. Eric West, Utah Real Estate Agent. Today, we are talking about conditions and how... Not underwriting conditions. Not underwriting conditions. We're talking about the property condition. When a buyer is looking into a property, they want to know everything there is to know about the property. And funny thing, there's somebody who knows about that property. Maybe. It's the seller. Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah, awesome. we're going to talk about that a little bit more. So there, And we're also talking about this because this was recently updated. Yes. In May of 2022, the Utah Real Estate Division released a new property condition. So this is an update to the previous form, which is shorter. Both forms are still there. You can use the new form. Here's the really cool thing. In the very start of it, the second paragraph, it distinguishes that if you are representing a buyer and the seller is unrepresented, you can present this to the seller and request them to fill it out. Because section 7A of the purchase contract doesn't dictate what form you use for the property condition disclosure. No, it, it just has to be in writing and signed by the seller. So it could be a post-it note, for it example. It could be a napkin. Yeah, it could be a napkin. could be any of these things. The but there's a real problem. Condition. There's a problem if you use a post-it Bob. note. What's the problem? It's not very precise. Yeah. But, but back to this, like the reason that we have this is for the seller to, if I'm representing the seller, I'm gonna give this to my client for him to fill out for that. What happens if I'm not representing the seller and it's just a, the seller doesn't have an agent? Well, if the seller doesn't have an agent, then the How buyer's agent can say, hey, fill this out. The, other, the previous form didn't really disclose it and there could be implied agency or something mm -hmm. like that, like who are you representative? I, why are you giving this form to fill out? This one specifically says, if it's unrepresented, the buyer's agent can request this form to fill out. And I really like this form. So it's uh, more than twice as long, mm -hmm. right? But it's super clear, easy to read, and a lot of the longer space is spots to fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're trying to, uh, to encourage disclosure from the seller. Um, ultimately, and I like to say this to my clients, the information, um, the, the liability rests with the information and who has it, right? If the seller has the information but doesn't disclose it, the liability is on the seller. If the, if the information was disclosed by the seller to the buyer, now the buyer has the information and the liability is on the buyer. So if you're a seller, we always advise our sellers, disclose as much as you can disclose, because ultimately disclose, disclose. you don't want to be on the hook five years down the line when somebody discovers a mold issue that you knew about mm -hmm. and that you didn't disclose. Well, and that kind of brings back to the, why do we even have these? Okay. Because I've heard it from sellers, but like, look, they get what they get. They're buying the house. As is. It, it, it is. We even put in the, the, the listing buying it as is. I'm not doing any repairs, I'm not doing anything. Mm. I'm out, I'm done, I'm gone. So why do we have this? Why do they care so much that they just upped it from seven pages to 16? Well, oh, this is super fun. So the, the all caps section that you brought up, 
Yeah. So sellers obligated under law and under Rep C Section 7, regardless of occupancy, to disclose to the buyer defects in the property and facts known to the seller that are materially and adversely affect the use and value of the property. Right. Yeah. Okay, so let me let me summarize that down and put it back in English so that we can all understand it. Okay. <laughs> the the key phrase in that sentence is material fact. And material fact has to do with two things. Would a reasonable person feel like this fact affects the value of the property or what they may offer for the property, right? If they might if they may fulfill the buying decision. So material fact is what this is all about. Now this kind of, you you can argue all day about what is material fact, mm-hmm. um, and if if I'm representing a seller, I will encourage them to over disclose, you know, to consider anything a material fact. Ultimately, it's if a buyer would think that this affects the value of the property, it should probably be disclosed. Well, and here's something: the next section we we talked about this before. It says. Uh, that cannot be discovered by a reasonable inspection by an ordinary prudent buyer. Mm. And so like maybe you could twist the law and say, well, the front door was broken. You should have seen it. I didn't need to disclose it. But it's a relationship business. Mm-hmm. It's best to disclose it. It is. It is. Not to hide stuff. And it, it, it well, the other way that I like to look at it, so any times I have a seller that starts to go, ah, I got to fill this out or I don't know or why do I got to do this? I, I turn the page and go, and then they, they, they turn it and the very first thing, very first question, it says, how long has the seller owned the property? And they go, why in the world do I even have to fill this out? Why do I care? And I said, well, it's because this isn't, this isn't, I don't like to look at this as you're gonna get taken to court. I like to look at this as you've lived here for 12 years, Jason's buying the house, he's spending $700,000 and he wants to know everything he can know about the house and who could best describe that from the person who's lived here for 13 years. Mm-hmm. So look at it that way. Don't look at it as, oh, my, am I gonna get in trouble about this or what about this? Hey, just put down, yes, you know, it's a house. I've had bathroom leaks. I've had toilets happen. I have kids that have destroyed stuff. So what? He doesn't really care. He just wants to know, okay, that was replaced. That was fixed. Hey, if I have an issue, this was already all redone. The plumbing in this wall was done because I had to open it up for a remodel. So it was taken care of. He knows these things. Yeah. And a lot of it's going to find out if they have a decent home inspection. Exactly. Like, hey, what about the water damage? Like, this, what about this? What about this? Well, we didn't, we didn't want to disclose it. Well, what else are you not disclosing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I just always, I, I don't know, sometimes I laugh at... If you were buying something for 50 bucks, yeah, I'd laugh at this document. Be like, dude, it's 50 bucks. Like I've sold cars for like $300 and they try to negotiate me down to 200. I'm like, it's a $300 car that runs. Yeah, quit arguing. Buy it and drive away. I don't want to see you but, again. But this it, isn't there. a $300 This is a 700, car. 800. I mean, the median home price is over half a million dollars right now. Disclose what you can because if you were the buyer, which you're most likely are because you're moving from this home, what do you want from that seller? Do you want a paper that has nothing filled out? Do you want a napkin that says it's in good condition? Yeah, it's a. We lived in it for a while. It's in pretty good shape. Like, like you're gonna, broke. you're gonna want more than that. Yeah. I want to actually circle back to one of the things you talked about earlier, Eric. Um, remodels and stuff like that. One of the things that um, this document tries to do really well, and we've spoken with the attorneys that wrote it and stuff, and we tried to get an, an insight into why they made the changes they made, right? So a lot of the changes revolve around permits. 
the last property condition disclosure official document didn't ask ever if you had permits. Yeah, right? what was done to the house. Well, it just asked what was done in the house. This property condition disclosure document asks, was there something done? Did you add a new room? If so, did you get permits for it? A lot of Utah homeowners don't. Well, not just Utah, all homeowners. Well, there, there are, yeah, I would try to limit it to Utah, but there are a lot of homeowners who just don't get permits for anything. They figure, well, it's my house, I can upgrade it how I want. Finish That's, the basement. You know, true, but when you're a buyer and the original home that was built was a, a three bedroom, two bathroom home, and now you're looking at a seven bedroom, four, five bathroom home, like there's been a lot of work done to this house. Mm-hmm kind of matters it kind of matters a couple homes that i couldn't lend on because significant was work significant work was done without a permit oh right so well and also makes you want to understand because if you go into a house that is you know 30 years old and you can see that a lot of stuff has been done and they say oh no no permits have ever been done one what about liability was it structurally sound is it yeah. taking what's ca- your like, wiring? I mean, yeah, where's that? Throw an did they cord in the wall and glue run? the new trusses together? Are they nailed? Are they uh-huh. are there even trusses or is there a broom up there holding up that plywood? Like, I, <laughs> I mean, I've seen a lot of stuff you can do with red rags, duct tape, and spray foam. I mean, well, so yeah, and, and if you're a buyer and you receive a bunch of information that you know half of this house was built without a permit, you're gonna start asking questions about what are the qualifications of people who did the work? Mm. Um, and how can I, you may investigate more deeply right. the structural integrity. You may or may not care. Yeah, you may not care. But, That's the thing, you may not care. Option. But if you're a buyer, you're gonna feel a lot better knowing that you made the decision to not care rather than the seller making the decision to go, ah, he's not gonna care, it doesn't matter. So there's other enhancements about who owns certain components of the property. Well, that's an interesting one. So I like this one. I like this too. Like the so heating and the AC, heater and the AC. The, I think the most popular one here is a water conditioner, a water softener. Well, here's the thing. So I used to live in a townhome where all the hot water was supplied by four boilers for 31 units. Oh, so the heat and the water was HOA, and so interesting. It, yeah, it was like it was disclosed to me, but it wasn't on the property condition disclosure. It's like, hey, what are these buildings? All those boilers. What are those do? And like. It was super sweet. I really liked it. But the water that came out of the tap was 200 degrees. That's what the <laughs> boiler was set at. Shoot. It was it was awesome for wash, your dishwasher, your clothes washer. Perfect. Bathtub? Shower? Dangerous. Yeah, a little, yeah. little trouble. So, yeah. So there's there's another really important one. And this is, you know, had some slight modifications. But I just had a, a story brought up about it. And I wanted to bring it back into light where it talks about uh, boundaries and easements and they broke it into more definitions. Mm. Um, One, do you know of anything on your property that encroaches onto the adjoining property? Fences, Mm. decks, gardens, whatever. Sheds. Or do you know anything on the other property that is encroaching encroaching onto yours? The next one, are there any disputes about those encroachments and are there any unrecorded easements affecting the property? So Hmm. these ones are all a little bit, here in Utah, there's a lot of properties who don't have fences in between them. I'm from Vegas, fences are built before the houses are even built. Like they're literally block walls before anything's even dug. Hmm. 
<laughs> they care. There's nothing to be done. The, the builder did that. Here, there's a lot of neighborhoods that don't have any fences in between houses, and then stuff changes. And I put it in a garden, and then I say, "Hey, Jason, I'm living next door to you. Can you don't use that back corner? Can I just widen my garden over to there?" Oh yeah, sure, no problem. Well, I just encroached onto his land. Five years go by, it's established, he doesn't care, he goes and sells the house, I'm continue to garden. Where's the property line? Where's the property property line? Put a cute little fence along. Or what about this one? Jason says, Yeah, sure, but give me a thousand dollars and that property's yours. You can do what you want. It's never recorded. And it's never (laughs) recorded. So this happens a lot. I have a client that's this has happened to. The easement that was there was never recorded, but it's there, but if you know about these things, you need to disclose these things. Right, because it affects whether or not you would offer on the property. Exactly. And what you would offer as far as value on the property. Yes. It is material fact. Well, and how you start your relationship out with your neighbors. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm buying a house. Get off my property. Move your fence. Yeah. If not, I'll take a bulldozer to it. Yeah. And then pile it on your lawn, and then you have to deal with it. Yeah. What about the water? The wa- I, I like the changes to the water. Water is another good one. Water, yeah. nobody understands, which is why it's in here. Yeah, if you have a property that has water on it, there's a good chance you know about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it talks about culinary too. Yeah, well, and it talks about it where from? it's from. Opinion. Yeah, exactly, because a lot of people don't know. Well, yeah, oh. at closing, they give away, this is like, the title companies, I love it. Here you go. Maybe you're, yeah. call these people and see who well, does your HOA take care of it? Yeah, Do they yeah. pay for it? Do they not? Does the are you hooked up to it? a well? How many other people are hooked up to that well? Is there secondary water? Yeah, all of these questions were kind of nebulous in the last version of the document. In this version of the document, it's perfectly clear because there's a line item for each one of those questions. Well, even in secondary and irrigated water, it even has a line that says, please attach a copy of any water certificates in your possession in yeah. your possession to this. So if you have water shares that are included in the property, they need to be attached to this. Yeah, I've, we've dealt with properties where there are shares of water or certificates of water and you have to go hunt those down. A lot of times they're held digitally, that's fine, but in some counties, they're not. You gotta go get the paper copy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the one other thing I wanna talk about was methamphetamines. Okay. Why do you like to talk about those? Meth. I, it's a fun word to say. My, you have an RV? my buddy has a, like a country song about the crystal methamphetamine industry and some. I think it's a really weird song. But here's the thing. So it specifically says, with the exception of methamphetamine, are you aware of stuff that was done in the home? So it's still stigmatized. Yes. Like it's it's specifically clarified. So it's still like the gang violence, uh, death, haunting. Still not going to be disclosed unless you ask. Yeah, stigmatized property. We have another episode that talks specifically about stigmatized property, which was awesome. It was a fun one. Because Eric here had a really fun property that he worked on. Um, (laughs) But, you know, as a buyer's agent or, or a buyer, you have the right to ask any question that you want of the seller. And the seller cannot lie to you. Well, they shouldn't lie to you, right? There's legal consequences if they lie to you. Yeah, yeah, the haunting, though. Yeah, the haunting is interesting. But they should disclose this kind of stuff to you, right? And you can ask. That's the thing. They're not required to disclose certain stigmatized things like a death in the home, a suicide, um, anything like that. Like Those may be legitimate facts, and they may influence you, but there's laws regarding Mm -hmm. the seller not having to disclose this. However, if you point blank a seller or a seller's agent about this question, they are not allowed to lie to you. Yeah. If they know the answer, they should mm-hmm. tell you the answer. Yeah. 
Was this a meth house? Yeah. Yes or no? Well, and that comes back to that right there. All of these documents and all these questions, if you've ever watched any recent court activities on uh, <laughs> the social media regarding famous people, uh, there was a lot of talk that says, you said this in your testimony. Do you recall that? No, I don't, I don't remember this. Oh, but you said it right here. Did I read that correctly? That is correct. I don't remember that last line, but. Oh, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. And the judge goes, yeah, well, you said it. It's yeah. recorded, it's right there. So if you know of a certain certainty, then you need to answer yes. But if you cannot sit there in front of a judge and go, yes, like it said, one of the questions about uh, per permits and remodels, mm, yeah. one of the next questions was, are you aware of any uh, past remodels that other owners have done to the property? Which is a super interesting question. Because yeah. I don't know construction, so, but that might not, that kind of looks like a, a remodel. Well, unless you know it has, you need to check no or NA or I am unaware. Right. Like, and if this, you check yes, <clears throat> this and actually, you get called to court. The first document they're gonna pull is this. the previous sale uh, where you purchased the property mm -hmm. and what property condition disclosures were issued to you. Because those are now a matter of record, a matter mm -hmm. of fact, literally. Well, it says right there, this is a legal binding document. Yeah, it's a legal binding document. And mm -hmm. so you're required, like even if you didn't memorize those seller property uh, condition disclosures, you are now responsible because now you've held the asset for so many years, right? And you are now the owner of record and you're responsible for informing the next user, hey, by the way, this is what I know about the property. Now, mm -hmm. you might literally just give them the property condition disclosures from before. Like, I don't know anything about it, here's what I got. There you go. No. You And that, that constitutes full disclosure. Yep. Right? But, well, up to the point where you started owning it. But Eric's point is a very good one. We worked on a specific deal where the owner had a tenant in the property and he suspected the tenant was using drugs. Okay, but. We did not know. We didn't did know. know, he didn't know. And so on the property condition disclosure, we were obliged to check, we don't know. We, we don't, like, are you aware of use of drugs on this property? No because he didn't have absolute certainty, which is a gray area in how this gets disclosed. But nevertheless, if you suspect, that's something. But if you know, that's something else. Exactly. So make sure that you're only recording what you actually know about the property. Yeah. The other really cool thing about this one is it makes it really easy to see if you should answer yes, no, or NA. NA. Fill in the blank, so, yeah. you, so you know. Well, and then the last big one on this, which, as real estate agents, we always run into those crazy houses and crazy situations mm -hmm. and craziness, which is why they left you three quarters of a page <laughs> of blank that says additional disclosures. Anything you want to additionally material information that you are aware and you would like to clarify, please disclose yeah. here. Which is awesome. If you are clarifying, please just reference for Tyler, just write down the number <laughs> for 7D or 7A or whatever it is, you know, I'm giving more information about this section. If you just like write a bunch of notes down there, um, my it works. It's just side, I'm going to have to go through and like label all those. Yeah. It's just how I am. So what did we learn today, guys? Oh man, so much. Well, my key takeaway is that if something is a material fact, meaning it, it would influence 
an opinion of value on the property, then it needs to be disclosed. This form is not a required form. So I would ask that my agent provide it and get it filled out or ask the seller's agent provide it. It's, it's clearer and cleaner than the old one. And remember that this is basically a short story of the history of your home that you're passing on to the new owner that they just wanna be made aware. In full disclosure, we have Facebook videos, podcasts, and YouTube videos, so Spotify, and a website. Apple. So if you wanna go subscribe, pick whichever one you want, go like our Facebook page, follow on YouTube and subscribe, download the videos on our podcast. Subscribe on the podcast. And subscribe there, so that way you can always catch up on the new ones. And then continue to send us those new ideas or questions that you have about Utah real estate. If you want to get in touch with us, shoot us a text at 801-228-7687. Make sure you mention the show. You can email us at theutahrealestateshow at gmail.com. You can watch this show on YouTube, and you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you learned something, or if you really love this show, give us a like on YouTube and drop a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The Utah Real Estate Show is a production of Hive Collective at Presidio Real Estate with support from Security Home Mortgage. The NMLS number for Security Home Mortgage is 178787. The NMLS number for Jason Christiansen is 240472, Equal Housing Lender. Not only is this not legal or investment advice, but you should definitely talk to a pro before you make any real estate decision. Every situation is different and should be considered in context. Copyright Jason Christiansen, Eric Wist, and Tyler Kazare. All rights reserved. Talk to you next week. It's progressive. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> Condition? That's, That's what we're, we're talking, talking about, about today. today. I think the first one was better. <laughs> All right, in camera. I like no. What's <laughs> wrong with you? Hello and welcome to another episode. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, here we go. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Utah Real Estate Show. I am Tyler Kazare, Utah Real Estate Show. <laughs> And there it is. It finally came out. He's the Utah Real Estate Show. There's the eagle we all know. Well, now you all know whose show it is. Um, Are you going to be all right there? Just Just laughing at all of Jason's perfect interruptions. Yes. I'll be quiet. It's still there. It's not in the past. Disclosure statement. It is still available. There's going to be a lot of editing in this video. (laughs) My goodness. You guys are going to have to edit this. I'll show you guys what it takes I'll just go straight on YouTube. <laughs> Done. Post it. Hey, guys, why is it all washed out? It won't oh. be. It will be. All right. Okay. Someone else take it from here. Wait, because you're supposed to be talking about all the stuff up above I this. I know. So then stop get talking. On it. Right. Well. So. Real quick, look at my mic volumes. Is that working? Yeah, we did that on purpose. Okay. Yeah. Ka-chow. Yeah, it's on Apple, Google, it's on Spotify, it's on um, FM, it's on... I hate your lights. take that out. I hate your lights, Jason, I hate your lights. Well, no, that's just... There we go.